Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Whatever time you're listening to this, please welcome to the Market Color Podcast. This is a weekly podcast that is dedicated to providing our listeners with a broad overview of the Kenyan financial markets. However, due to the interconnected nature of the global economy, we have structured this podcast to begin with an overview of the global markets so as to give you a big picture perspective of the global economy. This is then followed by the Kenyan segment where we review the performance of the local markets with a view to covering all the major asset classes. And finally, we wrap up the podcast by addressing the topical issue for that week so as to bring you up to speed with the latest financial headlines. This podcast is targeted at the individual with an interest in financial markets, but who probably doesn't have the time for research and analysis. That's why I created the Market Color podcast to call it and analyze the data on your behalf and to present it in a brief and concise manner that is easy for you to consume. This week, we are reviewing the performance of the Kenyan markets during the 47th week of 2022, that is from Monday the 21st to Friday the 25th of November. And without further ado, this is your host, Jamuhuri, and together, let's dive right in. We kick it off in the United States, where the Federal Open Market Committee released the minutes of its last policy meeting on Wednesday, which indicated that Federal Reserve officials were in agreement that smaller interest rate increases should be implemented going forward. This sentiment for smaller rate hikes has also been reflected in recent statements issued by several Fed officials over the past several weeks. The markets are also in tune and widely expect the Federal Reserve to step down its rate hikes to 50 basis points in December after previously effective four consecutive 75 basis point rate hikes. The meeting also noted that the terminal rate, which is the highest rate that the Fed funds rate is expected to rise to, may be higher than previously anticipated and could exceed the 5% level. In the U.S. equity markets, stocks were muted at the start of the week as traders awaited the minutes from the Federal Reserve's November meeting. The minutes which showed that the pace of rate hikes will slow down going forward gave stocks a boost towards the end of the week. The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose 153 points to 34,347, whilst the S&P 500 fell 0.03% to close the day at 4,020. 26. Meanwhile, the Nasdaq Composite slipped 0.52% to 11,226. 
All the three major indexes ended the week higher, with the Dow Jones up 1.7%, while the S&P 500 rose by 1.53%, and the tech-heavy Nasdaq recorded a marginal increase of just 0.72%. In the U.S. bond market, U.S. Treasury yields were slightly lower on Friday as investors digested the minutes of the Fed's November meeting, which suggested that the pace of rate hikes will slow down in the coming months. The yield on the benchmark 10-year Treasury note was steady at 3.698%. While the policy-sensitive two-year Treasury yield was flat, trading at around 4.475%. In the commodity markets, the price of crude oil fell on Friday in thin market conditions due to the Thanksgiving holiday and closed the week driven by worries about reduced Chinese demand due to COVID-19 restrictions. Brent crude dropped 1.6% to trade at $83.97 a barrel, whilst the U.S. benchmark West Texas Intermediate was down 1.7% at $76.62 per barrel. Brent was down 3.8% for the week, while WTI was on track for a decline of 3.9%. Marban oil, which Kenya imports, decreased to $84.23 a barrel, and this is from $91.46 recorded the previous week. In the precious metals market, the price of gold traded flat on Friday as the US dollar regained lost ground. Spot gold traded flat at $1,754 per ounce, coming off a one-week high that was hit earlier in the session. With gold tracking the U.S. dollar, the aggressive rate hikes from the U.S. Fed have kept a tight leash on the non-yielding asset which is traditionally considered the go-to safe haven asset during times of uncertainty and inflation. In the currency market, the dollar attempted to creep higher but remained near multi-month lows as the prospect of the Federal Reserve moderating its pace of policy tightening weighed down on the greenback. The dollar has previously rallied against other major currencies, boosted by the Fed's aggressive rate hikes as it seeks to contain inflation. However, the view that the Fed may begin to slow down its tightening policy suggests that the dollar's rally might be over. The euro slipped 0.1% against the dollar to trade at $1.04 but remained within range of a four-month peak. The U.S. dollar was 0.5% higher against the Japanese yen which was trading at 139.31 yen per dollar. The sterling pound was 0.1% lower at $1.2. $2090 on concerns about the economic outlook for the United Kingdom.
Meanwhile, the offshore Chinese yuan fell to 7.182 to the US dollar as COVID-19 infections continued to weigh down on the Chinese economy. In the crypto world, the price of Bitcoin bounced off a two-year low as traders remained cautious over the possible risk of contagion from the collapse of FTX, which was the second largest crypto exchange after Binance. The world's largest digital currency rose nearly 2.3% to trade at 16,512. We now change scene to the Kenyan financial markets and we start off by reporting that the Central Bank's Monetary Policy Committee met on Wednesday the 23rd of November and concluded that there was scope for further tightening of monetary policy. And as a result, the committee decided to raise the central bank rate by 50 basis points from 8.25% to 8.75%. For a detailed analysis of the Monetary Policy Committee's statement, please listen to the topical issue at the end of this podcast. Looking at the Kenya shilling exchange rate, according to the Central Bank of Kenya, the Kenya shilling remained stable against both major international and regional currencies. The Kenya shilling was trading at 122.23 versus the US dollar and 146.29 against the sterling pound. And to the euro, the Kenya shilling was valued at 126.23. On the regional front, one Kenya shilling was changing hands for 30.61 Ugandan shillings and 19.08 Tanzanian shillings and was hovering around 8.84 to the Rwandese franc. Please note that while the official exchange rate for the dollar shilling is indicated at 122.23, the effective exchange rate which commercial banks are offering their clients is now well above 130 shillings per dollar. On foreign exchange reserves, Kenya's usable foreign exchange reserves remained adequate at $7.045 billion, which is equivalent to 3.95 months of import cover. This amount is now below the central bank's statutory requirement to maintain at least four months of import cover. However, the central bank maintains that the current level of reserves is still sufficient and provides an adequate buffer against any short-term shocks in the foreign exchange market. However, in my view, the main concern is not the breach itself, but rather the overall trend, which shows that Kenya's foreign exchange reserves have declined from a peak of $8.81 billion at the beginning of this year to the current level, which is a decline of $1.765 billion in a period of just 11 months. The current trend on foreign exchange reserves is expected to worsen 
as the country struggles to service its foreign external debts and is currently unable to access the international markets for dollar funding due to the high interest rates being demanded by foreign investors. In the money markets during the week, the liquidity situation in the interbank market was relatively tight as tax remittances exceeded and more than offset government payments. Commercial banks' excess reserves in relation to the 4.25% cash reserve requirement stood at 14.8 billion shillings. Meanwhile, open market operations remained active with the average interbank rate at 4.83%, that was on the 24th of November, compared to 4.49% on the 17th of November. During the week, the average value traded increased to 21.5 billion shillings from 17.8 billion shillings recorded the previous week. In the government securities market, the weekly Treasury bill auction was held on Thursday, the 24th of November, and the central bank received bids totaling 27.2 billion shillings against an advertised amount of 24 billion shillings, representing a performance of 113%. However, of the 27 billion shillings received, the central bank only accepted 21.4 billion shillings. Meanwhile, interest rates on all the three tenors increased marginally but remained stable, with the 91-day rate rising by 4.6 basis points to 9.23%, while the 182-day rate ticked up by 1.2 basis points to 9.73%, and the 364-day rate increased by 3.8 basis points to 10.21%. In the primary bond market, the central bank had announced a top sale for the 14-year fixed-rate infrastructure bond, and the auction was held on Wednesday, the 23rd of November. The central bank received and accepted bids totaling 19.1 billion shillings, against an advertised amount of 5 billion shillings, representing a performance of 383%. The bids were accepted at a weighted average rate of 13.938%, which was in line with the coupon for the initial issuance. The Central Bank of Kenya has invited bids for the December bond issue and is offering for sale two reopened fixed-coupon treasury bonds for 20 years and 25 years. The central bank is looking to raise 40 billion shillings for budgetary support from the sale of these bonds, whose terms and conditions are as follows. The first bond is FXD1-2008-20, with 5.6 years left to maturity and a coupon rate at 13.75%. The second bond is FXD1-2022-25, 
with 24.9 years left to maturity and a coupon rate at 14.188%. These bonds are now open for sale until Tuesday, the 6th of December, and the auction will be held on Wednesday, the 7th of December. The Central Bank of Kenya has also invited bids for a six-year amortized infrastructure bond whose reference number is IFB1 stroke 2022 stroke 6. This bond is being offered via what is called a switch auction. The main aim of the switch auction is to entice investors to roll over their maturing securities. This switch auction is only available to investors with a minimum holding of 100,000 shillings in the following securities as at 30th of November. And those securities are Treasury Bill Issue Number 2494, Stroke 91, and Issue Number 2454, Stroke 182, and Issue Number 2380, Stroke 364 as well as Treasury Bond Reference Number FXD1-2021-2, stroke stroke all of which mature on the 5th of December 2022. The Central Bank is looking to roll over the entire amount for the above securities, which are valued at 87.8 billion shillings. In the secondary market, during the week under review, bond turnover in the domestic secondary market increased by about 16%. Whilst in the international markets, the yields on Kenya's eurobonds increased by an average of 43 basis points, whilst the yield on the 10-year eurobond, which matures in 2024, increased the most by 140 basis points, from 11.4% to 12.8%. At the Nairobi Securities Exchange, the equities market maintained its downward trajectory with the NASI, the NSC20, and the NSC25 declining by 1.3%, 0.8%, and 0.7% respectively. This takes the year-to-date performance to losses of 23.8% for the NASI, 13.7% for the NSE 20, and 17.3% for the NSE 25. The market's performance was mainly driven by losses recorded by large-cap stocks, such as KCB Group, which declined by 3.1%, Bamburi decreased by 2.6%, Safaricom dropped by 2.4% and Equity Group dipped by 1.8%. These losses were, however, partly mitigated by gains recorded by banking stocks, such as NCBA Group, which rose by 7.4%, Cooperative Bank increased by 3.7%, and Standard Chartered Bank recorded a gain of 3.1%. Meanwhile, market capitalization dipped by 1%, whilst equity turnover declined by about 9%.
We now look at the topical issue for this week, which is focused on the statement issued by the Central Bank's Monetary Policy Committee. The Central Bank's Monetary Policy Committee met on Wednesday, the 23rd of November, against a backdrop of global inflationary pressures, which have prompted the major central banks to hike rates that could eventually lead into a global recession. The committee reviewed the outcomes of its previous decisions and highlighted the following key developments which it considered in arriving at its decision. The global economic outlook has weakened further as a result of the rapid tightening of monetary policy by the world's major central banks, and in particular, the U.S. Federal Reserve. Overall inflation in Kenya increased to 9.6% in the month of October from 9.2% in September, and this was mainly due to food and fuel prices. The latest GDP data showed that the Kenyan economy grew by 5.2% in the second quarter of 2022 and is expected to remain strong in the second half of the year. The export of goods grew by 14% in the 12 months to September, mainly due to increased receipts from tea exports. Meanwhile, the imports of goods increased by 18% in the 12 months to September 2022, mainly due to increased commodity prices for the import of oil and intermediate goods. On the other hand, diaspora remittances increased by about 11% and totaled $3.99 billion in the 12 months to October 2022, compared to a similar period in 2021. Kenya's current account, which is the net position between exports and imports, was in deficit that was estimated at 5.3% of GDP in the 12 months to September 2022. The central bank's foreign exchange reserves stood at $7.038 billion, which is equivalent to 3.94 months of import cover. This is below the preferred threshold of four months, but according to the central bank, this amount is still adequate and provides a buffer against any short-term shocks in the foreign exchange market. The banking sector remained stable and resilient with strong liquidity and capital adequacy ratios. Banks have continued to make adequate provisions for their non-performing loans with a ratio of gross non-performing loans standing at 13% in October 2022 compared to 14.2% in the month of August. Meanwhile, growth in private sector credit increased to 13.3% in October from 12.5% in August. The committee noted the potential for global inflationary pressures to impact the domestic economy and concluded that there was scope for a further tightening of monetary policy. In view of these developments, the committee decided to raise the central bank rate 
by 50 basis points from 8.25% to 8.75%. The committee will meet again in January 2023. And on that note, we come to the end of this week's podcast. Thank you for listening to the Market Color Podcast. We hope that you found it to be useful and informative. And if so, please share it with a friend and help to spread the word around. We really do appreciate your assistance in this effort. For your information, in addition to our usual audio directories, that is Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music, the Market Color Podcast is now available on YouTube. Please subscribe and remember to turn on alerts to be notified of new episodes. And should you have any ideas or feedback on how we can improve this podcast, please feel free to reach me on the following email address. That is jamuhuriG at gmail.com. Jamuhuri spelled J-A-M-U-H-U-R-I. Once again, thank you for your continued support and I look forward to interacting with you again next week. But before I sign off, please allow me to share this line from the poem On Work by Khalil Gibran which states, Work is love made visible and if you cannot work with love, it is better that you should leave your work. Think about it and have a great week ahead. Thank you and God bless.